When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wait, are we just waiting for one of us to talk? Well, no, we have to... It's right now. Hello, Jess. Hi! <laughs> I thought I was just going to keep looping. Didn't Didn't John ask it for it on a loop a while ago? Yes, but I don't think that beginning part was a loop. I think that that's just the beginning part. It's not going to keep going, believe me, because that would have been weird. I don't think. Yeah. So, well, because yeah. we would have been sitting here a while. <laughs> Dancing? Or possibly falling asleep. No, just, I was just like, um, I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm supposed to be talking right now. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, my God. Kind of like you. Really? It's not sort just me? Like, no, it's not just you. You know, it must I'm, be the heat then. Well, it's the heat. It's the transitions. and all. Making well, me you, depressed. You, well, we, we connected a little bit during our business meeting and you kind of heard me. You didn't really hear me because I would not have been able to speak to you. I would have bawled my eyes out like just non-stop yeah you wouldn't have been able to t- i would not have been able to talk with we you. we should have recorded that oh come on i was like out and about because because i thought i actually thought about it and i was like i'm not sure I, I mean i would have been okay with the conversation but i'm not sure physically my i would have been able to sound like anything that didn't sound like i was about to die because i have a tendency to look and sound a hundred times worse than the reality of what's happening. Oh, really? Yeah. When I'm in an emotional place, I can't speak. I'll start, I'll, I'll cry through everything. I'll cry. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't know that I would have guessed that about you. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe, that's, maybe. That, that's actually why I, I started kind of podcasting. It's kind of helped me a lot. Yeah? Yeah. To speak. Yeah. I oh. mean, but you're still not. I mean, you still hold back until. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, which is why I continue, why I'm so passionate about working with women's voices. And it's funny because there are some of us who do have a problem with that. And I keep working and and that's what I work on. And I feel that as a teacher, as a as somebody who can really dive into this type of work. But the fact that I work on it on a daily basis a lot and as much as I can really helps because I know how hard it is. Do you really think it's just about like women can't speak up or do you think it's just that Elsie bottles things up? Because men do this too, where they, I mean, like my husband is very emotional, but he doesn't let on until he's about to boil over either. And by then it's like, I could have helped you with this a while ago had I known this is how you were feeling. Right. Maybe he needs a podcast. Maybe he needs a Well, I think that it's, it could be. And part of it is that it's the tools it's one of those things where I observe it in my girls when they're bottling things up. And then what's the balance between bottling things up and not bottling anything up, right? Because there's that side of it, too, where it's like you Kill don't it. even you No, know, what I'm saying is like when there is no discernment whatsoever, where it's just like every which is yeah, what they I are at this with, moment. That's what my daughter. It's not that cool to live with somebody like that. Yeah. So what's the balance? Like when do you like I think it's a balance of being able to be okay with your emotions, let them pass and then be able to address the issue like address and talk about it. I think people just need to be like me. They need <laughs> to be able to say very calmly and rationally without crying, I feel depressed. Now, I mean, having said that to John and whoever else was sad enough to cross my path today. Yeah. Um, you know, eventually it'll make me feel better, but I won't have to like have it bottled up to the point where I'm like crying in my bed eating Cheetos because people can kind of stay out of my way or be a little nicer to me today since I said I just feel bummed out today about stuff like I don't every day, but right. I currently do. And this is more moody days than I'm used to, which must mean that I'm doing something hard for me. 
which is not a bad thing, certainly. But, you know, I'm not used to having emotions about stuff. Right. So it's annoying. It's like being pregnant. I don't like to be unpredictable. <laughs> and I don't like when things set me off for no reason. Or when I just feel moody because I'm tired, like you said. And I like, you know... I feel like I've had jet lag for over a week now. And Scott was just like, well, it's not just you because everyone in my office is fucking exhausted and depressed. <laughs> so it must be the heat. Everyone is going through it. No one can go outside. It looks nice. It's torture to be out there. You can barely go to the car without sweating and making armpit stains. Like, it's terrible. So I think it's depressing. What can you yeah, do? It's o- Maybe it's oppressing. Mm. Oh, the oppression of the heat makes you depressed. Mm. I mean, there's a possibility that that's happening. (laughs) I'm not sure the weather is... Well, maybe the... You know what it is? I think that it also... It's an addition to uh, already existing frustrations, right? So it it just adds... It adds a little bit more uh, fire to the whole thing, right? It cooks it up a little bit more if you start to think about metaphors and whatnot of what he actually does i just want to know am i ever yeah. going to get one day to relax without feeling guilty like i've had one day this summer i was at sea world first of all not that relaxing second of all guilty the whole day why because you were out at sea world i wasn't following up with the people i had met oh. like five seconds ago at blog her made me feel like a guilty asshole well well he, you're gonna have this is what how when i stop feeling guilty uh, actually it's it's not that I, I haven't actually been feeling guilty because I actually really do like to work. But when I what I do notice is that I push through stuff. So that's what was happening, you know, on Monday when yeah. I was talking with you and I you got really through. upset. Yeah. I pushed through it and then all of a sudden I broke the dam and then the dam would would not be stopped and I just had to not I, there was no way I could focus on yeah. anything because I had all of this emotion that was just insane. And so I just kind of made a deal with myself that I was able to just like not not do anything that was particularly in quotes productive because I needed to take care of myself. I feel like that's every day. Do you? A little bit. Like I can't tell when being nice to yourself turns into procrastination. When does one end and the other one begin? Like how often can you just be like, I'm just going to turn my brain off. I really need a rest. And that's every day because you're so tired. Well, there was a conversation that um, there was a, what do you call it, um, on one of Kate's uh, Stillman's Yoga Healer podcast, and she had a conversation with a woman. Oh, my God, I can't remember her name at this moment. Um, but she brought uh, up, I think I don't even know if I've actually talked to you about this or on the show, but maybe I have. And if I have, this is just more stuff. But she was talking about how we don't anymore realize that resting is 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 a like a, a primitive need kind of like eating going to sleep and i'm going to sleep and eat and going to the bathroom that rest is along it's it's in the same vein so if you have to go pee we usually go pee like we'll go to the bath we'll go pee or if you are you know hungry for the most part we eat. I mean, if we, you know, that's what happens. These are like needs mm, I hear what that you're we saying. have in the day. So when you are tired and you need to rest. rest, that's actually like you saying, you know what, I have to pee, but I'm not. I'm going to hold it as long as I possibly can until I explode. And if you do this consistently, you're going to mess up your urinary tract. You're going to mess up your body. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. So what she says is that lack of rest is a pathology now. It actually is the beginnings of disease in our in the in the culture, particularly for women, because we do not allow rest. We don't. We pass it. We don't even listen to it. And when she said that, I kid you not, I started crying like right away because I was like, "Holy crap! That is so true for me at that moment." Yeah, it was such a big realization where the truth of that was so huge from, you know, in my body that I, I, I couldn't even keep myself together. That we often see rest as this thing that of guilt, uh, not being productive and all that kind of stuff. But if you put it in the context of a, ne- a primitive need or something that we really truly need, like going to the bathroom and eating and sleeping, like we wouldn't stop some, we wouldn't stop somebody from doing that. Oh my God. 
We're not. I'm just not going to sleep tonight. If I mean, you we've told done me that. you felt the way I felt, of course I would tell you to rest and take a day off. Nothing's that important. They can't wait. It'll all be there tomorrow. Well, you're not you going to th- do it well anyway no, if you're exactly. feeling this way. But that doesn't mean that I can give myself that same permission. Yeah. So I'm telling you now that same thing. In fact, think about it from the pers- instead of using the term, you know, give yourself a rest. It's like, dude, go eat. I mean, if you think about it that way, if you said to me, you know what? I haven't eaten in two days because <laughs> I because I'm <laughs> because I've been really busy and I'm feeling really tired and I'm feeling like I need to eat. I'd be like, Hi. eat. Yeah, no, I know. Hi, I. Hi, I. Did you hear him? Hi, Mama. Say hi, Mama. Hi. Hi. <laughs> he grabs the mic now and pulls oh it gosh. to him. Hi. Say hi, Elsie. Hi. Can you say hi? Hi. I don't think he can hear you. Hold on. Hi. 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 Hold on. How are you? Hi. Whoa! Oop! <laughs> oh, dude! There goes that. And I think we lost Jessica. And I think we lost. <laughs> I think I think I dog tore off the mic. I dog dropped the mic. I dog. Well, she totally look. She's gone. She's here. The she's mic here. Is not plugged in. What was that? That seemed like a big bump. I gotta put I dog edit. <laughs> edit point when there was an accident. That went down in the house. I think she just has to come back. back. I'm really sorry. So what happened was he decided he was done because I put the headphones on Elsie so he could hear Elsie. I put them on him. He decided he was done and flung himself off my lap, taking the headphones with him. So they became unplugged from the mic, and then it froze me in the group. So I could hear you guys, but you couldn't hear me because I was frozen, kind of. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. That was a bit of a disaster. Did you guys hear him crying even or no? No, it was all quiet. It was like quiet, like total no noise. (laughs) Bye-bye, Jessica. Probably better because he was screaming. All right. I'm out, ladies. Okay. Well, that was really cute. And sorry, and but it's okay. But again, coming back to the whole rest thing, though, just it's like you're telling me that you've been holding your pee for the next, you know, past two days or something like that. Then it just I know you're right. If I pee, I'll feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine that? No. I mean, just saying that to yourself. That's ridiculous. I cannot go to the bathroom because I will feel guilty if I pee. Or and then and then what if you go to the bathroom and you pee just a little bit, (laughs) just to let out just a little bit of pee. I can't but even then you... stand this discussion anymore. It's so uncomfortable. Well, okay. <laughs> totally, right? The thought so of it is so uncomfortable. And now, rest. Yeah. So now when you have to rest, you just rest. Because it's like just letting out a little bit of pee and feeling guilty about going to the bathroom. That's You're just right. insane. So boo, bye-bye. That's the way it goes. See you later, alligator. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh my god, it was totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we're going to kind of continue on our conversation yes, today, and we are going to continue talking about Podfest for a little bit, just to let you, everybody that's listening, to please put it in your calendars, February, please, February of next year Last is coming of February, up, Orlando, Florida. Yes, so it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You February twenty third through the twenty fifth. You get a trip to Disney. You yes. get a trip. You guys, come on over and hang out with us because the ideas that Jess and I and Chris and and Katie. everybody else that's involved in Katie in in this whole thing is going to be pretty incredible, especially for those of you guys who attended Podcast Movement. If you felt any kind of like passion attending that event, this is going to sort of cement it into everything. It's a much more intimate affair. You get an opportunity to experience things from a whole entirely new perspective it's incredibly on podcasting. Fun also, yes. Yes. Because it's so, more small. Good times. Because it's small. Yes, because it's more small. Because it's more small. Well, more intimate so, yes. is what I guess yes, I should have totally. said. Yes, totally. It's so, going to be really oh fun. And we have a special She Podcast event as part of it um, yep. the first day. So it'll be extra special and fun because you'll be with us only first. Yes. Which is, and that, that is should awesome. really seal the deal for you. And in fact, exactly the way I phrased it even. It should really. Is that what, I should have really sold it to you by my tone and inflection. <laughs> there you go, oh, yeah, yeah. and that is it. No, but you need to totally really do fun. it. 
Um, it's it's going to be super. Speaking of really fun, nothing makes me happier than when you and I watch the same shit on television. <gasps> oh my god! And now that I've given yes. you access to all my it's television. Totally Yes, you should yeah. really be able to keep up with all the convos. So let's start with one of my favorites and my most recent favorite is Orphan Black. Oh, my God. That was so awesome. Okay, so we have to, like, put a spin on this for the podcasting space, okay? Because it is a podcasting show. I can't wait to hear show. how that's going to go. All right. So, yes, Orphan Black, um, amazing show. You it's been with me now. BBC. I, yes. BBC Amer- America? Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, yes, BBC, BBC America. Yep. And so I started watching it via Amazon Prime because it's been a while. I'd listened, you know, people talking about it. I'm like, eh. And then I completely, totally binge watched like every season, one season after the next season. And then I got to the fourth season. Let's start there. You know what? I can't remember. I think it was really fast, though. It must have been about, I think I watched the four seasons in probably, probably a week and a half. The first couple seasons didn't have that many episodes, I believe. It's all 10. They were all 10 episodes. All four of them had 10? All four of them have 10 episodes. Okay. Yes. And um, so, yeah, it was probably a week and a half um, okay. that I did everything. And so what I would do is I would watch, I would probably didn't watch as many episodes like during the day because I needed to be home to do stuff like that. I'd watch them here and there depending on what kind of work I was doing. If I was doing mindless scheduling type work, then I can watch at the same time. But if I had to obviously think about anything, that was not the case you know, doing the laundry, washing the dishes, things like that I can watch. And then at night, or or actually when I was out and about, I would listen to the podcast called Tatiana is Everyone. Yes. And, and so... the name of who does that show. Hold on. Stephanie and Chris. That's right. I believe. And um, so, so I completely was like obsessed with that because then I could hear these two women talking about orphan black as it was happening. And they had all kinds of really interesting insight and they were incredibly like invested. And there was all this discussion of everything that was happening. So I've been immersed in orphan, orphan black, like crazy. So I basically listened to the, so they started podcasting in 2013, which is when orphan black started. Mm-hmm. I have now listened to almost their entire Jeez back catalog. Louise. Well, yes. what do you think? Which is better, the show or listening about the show? Both. Really? Both. It's so fun. Because then they had fewer discussions. Like, they will have a discussion about a specific character. The whole entire show is about I have not listened to character. it because I just never have time to listen to podcasts. So what, what, was, what were some of the revelations? Or do you not want to get that detail? I think, no, no, no. The revelations, actually, it wasn't necessarily revelations. It was the depth of the discussion about it's all this stuff that you kind of want to talk about. Like, you know, why was, you know, what was like, the, the, let's say the conversation between Allison and, and, her, and her husband, like when they were together, like really going in depth into their marriage and where they were coming from and, mm. and how come that's happening and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or they discussed the music of Orphan Black, like what works really well for the music of Orphan Black. Like, this is really great. Like how Helena has that screechy sound every time she comes on stage. <laughs> and that thing was like so, like in the first two seasons, I was so, I hated, it scared the crap out of me. The music? I hated the sound. Yeah, for Helena when she came on. Mm. I was like, that is, that is annoying and scary, and I don't want to hear that. It was so, and then, then as I started to fall in love with Helena, then all of a sudden I, can't, I couldn't wait to, yeah. <laughs> to hear the screechy sound. Right, she steals it every time. Yeah, and so I'm like, I want to hear the screechy sound. And so you start to see, they really discussed also um, the, like, costumes and how there's a different the different color schemes of what everybody's doing and they really go deep into into costume changes mm-hmm. especially for like Delphine they really discussed about how um in i think season 3 she became like her hair was straight her you know her costumes were a different color they were like different colors she was a lot more put together and what that made for her and the character and they were just discussing all of this kind of stuff that i never really thought about and it made it better for me mm-hmm. So now that I've watched all four seasons and I'm caught up, now I'm kind of expanding into the the uh, Orphan Black official podcast. I didn't know there from was Orphan one, Black. but apparently there's a um, a Facebook page called "I Love Felix" from Orphan Black, oh and my the gosh. um, 
That's so cool. And the, what is it called? The um, profile picture of the page is him laying down and it says, fetch me something gay. Oh my God. <laughs> but also the cover photo is just That's as good because it says, what? I don't leave prints when I burgle. <laughs> Felix is like, okay, so I, I should say the Felix plot just amazing. a little. Which Sarah yeah, sorry. and Felix are brother and sister and Sarah got somehow caught up in this like she was an she was an orphan and so she was living with um her orphaned brother and mother she's not an orphan she took care of them. she's a foster mom and somehow mm-hmm. she ends up finding out that she's a clone oh she sees another clone kill herself and so she ends up realizing that she has lots of clones and she's and she you know grew up not having any brothers and sisters now she's got all these sisters and there's some kind of like um cloning you know she's in some kind of cloning conspiracy and it ends up being very sci-fi yet still very funny because all the different clones are completely different characters there's like a scientist lesbian and there's like a russian serial killer and there's like a you know an over suburban diet you know alcoholic and like they're all really interesting and fun characters and so the first year this was out my outrage at her not being nominated for an emmy oh could not be contained because i cannot even believe because it. This is why. Rarely is there a character actress that A, can play so many characters, and B, that you forget they're all her. I know. I'm completely forgotten there. That That's not her. I she's mean, not even, I'm, right, I'm not even kidding. She's amazing. She's amazing. She is so they're amazing. They're literally going to talk to each other on the phone, and you're like, I can't believe Cosima just said that to Sarah. And then you're like, wait, they're the same person. I know. And then you know what's even crazier? If you start to look at it from the perspective of an actor, it's like, oh, well, if you, you're, yeah. you're not even acting. I mean, obviously they do have like there's a there's an actual person who does. There's two. Act. She yeah, has an act with that someone act that looks her. just like her without her, right. you know, her face, obviously. But she has to right. act against someone who looks like her so that she can at least, um, you know, have an idea of where to look when she's talking to herself. So she'll do she'll totally. she'll do I believe what she does is all the scenes as one, then all the scenes as the next, then all the scenes. So she doesn't have to do the makeup over and over. But I've seen yes, some of the behind the scenes and it's truly amazing. This show is truly yeah. amazing. I know it has nothing to do with she podcasts, but it's the kind of thing where like it's fun to watch the show, but even more fun to talk about it and I guess listen how to conversations, yeah, to conversations about, about it, pop it. culture it's really fun and to go deeper into it and you know and and i and i was wanting to bring this from the perspective of a podcaster too because it's like i have known about stuff stephanie's a, a listener to the feed and so she sends in a lot of feedback and she's always said like i'm from the orphan black podcast you know tatiana is everyone or you know now they have like this network where they discuss a lot of different um shows sci-fi basically sci-fi type shows and i had known about that but i didn't really no, I mean, I kind of, you know, we know so many of our own podcasters for She Podcast as well. We know their names, we know their podcasts, but we don't really listen to as many of their podcasts because there's so many podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. So that this time I was like, oh my God, I was watching or- Orphan Black and I was like, oh wait, Stephanie has Tatiana as everyone. I want to listen to that show now that I'm watching Orphan Black. Yeah. And so it came into my awareness. And, and now, within a week and a half, I'm like a huge fan of their show. I have consumed three years worth of their podcast. Yeah. Which okay? I've done before, so, too, with other shows. Yeah. And so that's like the power of podcasting. They can provide that for you. They can give you... There, there's so much that can happen. You know, how long did it take for them to do all this stuff and for them to put all, all, all of this work out? And then I had the benefit of then immersing myself fully in the orphan black community, in, from, from at least from the podcasting perspective, because I'm not really participating in the fandom as, as it works. Like there's like all, I mean, it's really, really intense. Yeah the fandom. And I didn't know that there were people making art and, and doing like, like, you know, what is it like extra fiction? And there, there, there's actually um, comics, orphan black comics that are part of the canon, meaning that they are sanctioned by the writers of orphan black and all this stuff. Like I had no idea about all that stuff. So I was like, Oh, wow, this is really interesting. And so I'm just really enjoying getting myself totally into it this way. And I thought, what a great way to to help people get into podcasting number one to get obsessed about something and also to get to know you so if if i want to do if i want to watch another show 
I'm going to want to listen to their podcast. I want to listen. If they're going to be covering that podcast, I want to listen to their conversation about it because we get attached to people. So I have a feeling, you know, if like you and I decided to do another show that had maybe possibly nothing to do with podcasting and wanted to do some kind of pop culture show, like we, if we would do something like that, people would be apt to listen to our show about this TV show or movie or whatever because we are doing it. Mm-hmm. Not because they're interested in the show. <laughs> Does that make yeah, sense? totally. Hold on, and my ride's so, here. Oh, well, <laughs> you guys hear that? What? No. Is he going beep beep or something like that? Oh my gosh! What the That's heck his is that? Toy police car. Oh my gosh! He's here to take me to jail. Take you to jail, y'all. Mommy, this time. Mommy. Mommy. You have good times. Good times. Put your pants on. Put your. He had his meeting this morning with his teacher. He's going to be going to preschool. Uh I love you. And uh, it'll be good because I won't be interrupted anymore by cat or baby. It'll be for the first time ever. Woohoo. Oh my gosh, that's going to be crazy. What are you doing to the cat? She's dead. She's been dead since November. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing anything to her. Did you? Oh she's been god. dead. She's been dead. Oh my Did god! You know that All she right. was dead? <laughs> John's porn went out for the cat. She's been dead. I know. Remember? Don't you remember? Yes, I do remember, but I haven't. Obviously, I haven't remembered. So much you would have right remembered now. had she been alive, because she'd never oh let you forget. That's crazy. She's ridiculous, dude. So, all right. Yeah. Well. So much for so that. Much for that. Okay. So much for yeah, that. Yeah, so Orphan um, Orphan Black, so good. So you guys Yeah, so you guys send us your feedback about Orphan Black or if you are listening to a podcast about Orphan Black or if there's something that you love about it or if you guys want to join in our obsession now because they're obviously season 5 isn't starting for the for another I don't know how many like 6 months. So you all have a chance to catch up and binge watch with us. And that would be awesome. Sean hadn't done that. It made me really want to go get a soda. Oh, dude, so badly. you're not going to go get a soda. No sodas. Not right now. But it really made me want one. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I can taste saying. it in my mouth. Oh, my all God. Right. He's now doing it I again. Go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. We're going to move into some tips. Elsie's tool tips. I have a tip this time as well. Yes, you do. I am so excited because I have a tip. Do you want to well. do the no, tip? first. Okay, so I'll go really fast because mine's not going to be quite as fun as I think as as, as mine. As okay. Yeah, but so mine is so I do um, the Rock and Lips and podcast series over at the Lips and Blog. So I basically feature a blog or uh, not a blog. I do a blog feature on a podcaster every single week. And what I do is basically I send all the questions and they have to get back to me with text only answers is my preference. Like you basically just answer the questions. Dot TXT or like they're texting Yeah, dot TXT, dot TXT. And I'm even okay with you just replying to the email and answering the, the answers right within the email and just sending that to me because it, for the most part, it's plain text. And I just usually copy and paste I just copy and paste into my plain text editor and I'll do everything that way. Now, my issue with that is that a lot of people still do the whole like, you know, type a sentence to do two extra spaces after the sentence. Why, people? Stop it. Stop it, people. Don't do that. We are not typing on typewriters anymore. There's nothing to get smudged. Stop it. Exactly. Therefore, it's really annoying when I see that that formatting is there and I have to sit there and go and delete. You don't because you just do find and replace, first of all. Well, I have an app for that. (laughs) But is this app necessary if you can just find and replace? That's my question. I love this app. It's the coolest app ever. So it's called Text Soap. And what it does is basically it cleans up your sp- your, it cleans up any kind of text that you want to clean up. So if you want to remove formatting from a text, you can basically put it in there. Bye-bye formatting. If you want to remove spaces, like it says right there, there's a little button. It says remove spaces, and it automatically removes the spaces. Awesome. It does all kinds of cleanup that you want for specific things. Like it can actually 
add capital letters to the beginning of sentences for you. Like it'll do all yeah. kinds of like the manual labor yeah. things that you've never see, like, I even see know why that you it's wanted. good because I see in the features it has like a section where um, they already have the find and replace actions ready for you. Find and replace text, regex, which I don't know what that means, find and replace text, tag text, extract text. So like it's true. Like you know what this would be good for? A lot of times I'm looking for like for example, if I wanted to get a list of all the sponsors of BlogHer and I go to the website and I do view source and I pull the source mm-hmm. file, it seems like it would be easy for me to j- extract everything except the name and website of the company. Mm-hmm. That's what would be good mm-hmm. for this is if you're farting around with people's source files when they're not, you know, and you can yep. get rid of all the code. That would be yep. awesome. Not necessarily for the double space thing because I already know. How, I mean, you know, I would already do that. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like for a hyperlinks to text, like get rid of all that or extract all the end characters, like all the A refs and the yep. slash A's. That would be brill. That's yep. a genius. So it does all kinds of really fun stuff. And I bought this. I forgot why I bought text. So text. I don't remember. It was, I, I work a, a lot with text yeah. yet, but there was a reason specifically that I bought. Like I must, I forgot what I was working on at that time where I was like, I just need all this. Oh, well, there was a lot of times where I was working with people's text and it's the most annoying thing when people do indentation, like text that you like formatting that you can't even in your see. your paragraphs because you're in first grade. Par- oh my God. Writing your first essay paper. It's driving me crazy. And you don't even know where they are. And it's the most, and so this would just really, and it really happens in like a second, copy, paste, copy, paste, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> clean up, it's done. So I love tech soap. So that'll be a link in the show notes for you guys. If you want to do, and that's sorry, guys, that is for Mac only. Uh, womp, womp. Womp, womp. Um, but let me, so tell me about your tip. So my tip is called Charlie. It's uh, and it basically helps you make a killer impression on whoever you're meeting. So basically this is how it works. It connects with your, um, basically you type in your email, you download the app. I guess I have it. Do I have it on my phone? I must. Um, so far I put in my email and like, let me just pull up a Charlie. It sends you an email about an hour before your meeting. So this morning I got one that says, good morning, Jessica. You have two meetings today. And then it's actually funny. It says, hey, Jessica, do you remember what life was like when you had to Google people? You're welcome. Because it's doing it for me. (laughs) So it says, here are your briefings for today. And it says, JK Media Agency with Jules Custom Books. Here's your briefing on Mark Bates. So then I click on the link. It opens it for me. And it says, hi, I'm Charlie. I brief executives on the people they're about to meet. Be prepared. You can get your time back. Join the movement. View his insights. So now it has his website. It has um, where he lives. Um, It has his LinkedIn and his Twitter. Here's your latest interactions with Mark. Here's his latest tweet. And then it says, here's a summary of his website. Here are some key points. He's located here. The website was built with Outlook and New Relic. And then it's really, I mean, is that amazing or what? Like, I'm trying to see even better. I had one the other day. Uh, Oh, Veral Dana. Okay, I had a. And then this one says, research ready, JK Media Agency with Veral Dana. Hey, Jessica, I sometimes wonder how many kilometers I've scrolled on my phone. Here's your brief on Tawny from Veral Dana, right? So he's, he's funny. And then it says, here's two ways to start the conversation. Number one, Tawny was in the news. Why don't you mention the article? And then it has a link to the article and her quote. It's the dream, says Tawny, an associate at law firm Veral Dana. It's like the movie Cocktail from the 80s. Everyone's starting a bar, and it's going to be wonderful living that bar life. So, I mean, then mm-hmm. number two, they were in the news. Talk about the article. Veral Data has, you know, and then it mentions the group blog. Wow. I know. And then it says, here are the basics about the company. Here are some news just about their company. Want to dive deeper? Here's her LinkedIn profile. Here's her Twitter. Holy crap. Here's the company <laughs> tweets. Here's the company website. So... I'm not saying like for me, somebody who's like pitching people for sponsors and advertisements, like it's perfect. But think of all the time you'd save when you're interviewing people. When I think of all the time it would have saved me 
I mean, 20 minutes before I would interview people on Lady Business Radio, I would usually like poke around, see what's going on. I would have killed for this app. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, it's so cool. Now I'm trying to see if it's wow. free. I can't tell. I don't remember. Is oh, it free? Gosh. Hold on. Sign I don't know. up. Let's I see, see it. Sign up. Oh, Sign it is in. an iPhone. Download for iPhone or Privacy. use the web version. Let's see. Um, it says you connect. I don't want to sign up. No, at this no, no. Moment. It says connect your Google calendar. Get notified when we launch. For out. Let me just make sure I didn't pay for it because I might have because I wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't even have like pricing. Nope, it's free. You don't have the first any pr- email oh says God, nice to meet you. I'm your personal assistant, Charlie. Holy crap. How are they making their money? I'll make sure you walk into every meeting making a killing impression. If you want to make my day, spread the word about me on social. Well, yes, sir. Happy to do it. We'll, we'll, we're, you know, doing it here on social by being podcasting yep. social. Sharing your name, Charlie. Yep. CharlieApp.com, people. Maybe they should also be a sponsor. Hello, Jess. Can you follow up on that? <laughs> It's so good. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. It's so good. Oh my God. It's Charlie, so good. Charlie, 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 Charlie. Charlie. I use it every day. I have to add it's it. It's free. I can, can't even believe it. I can it. totally. I feel naked going into a meeting without Charlie. Charlie has <laughs> saved my ass. I'm wor- and not, and the fact that he's funny kind of makes it feel like I'm working with a real person. Oh my God. I love it's that. It's great. It's really great. It's such a good. I love it. I can't it. believe I haven't found something to talk about for Tooltip Tuesday. Wait, it's not Tuesday. Tool- <laughs> it's <Wednesday>. <laughs> 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 but you know what I mean. I mean, I come across yes, tools, but not anything that I think is podcast worthy all the time. That is awesome. Well, neither do I. I, 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 everything I, I put out here, just stuff that I think is kind of fun and exciting. And I think it will be helpful for people to do. What percentage stuff of stuff with, so. you say on tooltip time is uh, from product hunt? Because this is not from product. I hunt. don't go to product no, hunt. Never. I don't. I don't go to product hunt. I do. I get all, the majority of my tools and tips from podcasters. So I'm like a. I'm like the perfect curator person. I'm a yes. I curate from podcasts, or if I, I come across something like that, and I just kind of pull it in, and and I think yeah, I think Tech Soap was from more more likely than not um, podcast. I'm sorry, uh, Mac Power users, which is another one that I like listen to consistently and have for many many years what? and i've spent thousands of months thousands of monies i've, I've spent thousands, thousands of, of monies, monies because, because of <laughs> Mac i also like so, how, if you yeah. like finding tools you can look at producthunt.com and find some fun stuff too yeah i'd rather hear somebody talk about it than me read about it so but so that's why people are going to do this charlie app thing because it's awesome and i'm going to sign up like after okay, finished. sounds good perfect so speaking of then, helpful uh, assistance Oh my God! Speaking of helpful assistance, I'm doing good with the segues brilliant. today, aren't I? I'm on fire. Yes, you have. I know fire. Bum bum bum. Okay, sorry, we didn't <laughs> prepare John. Now he's searching furiously for, for that song. I I smell I smell something fire. cooking. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. Yes, so team podcast. So team podcast. um. Christy Hauser from Team Podcast is like the most helpful person in every podcasting group, Podcasters Paradise, She Podcasts, Podcast World. What are the other ones? Pod, oh, probably Podcast Movement One, Two. You've definitely seen her name everywhere. She owns the company Team Podcast, and they are like your podcasting assistant. They do everything. They do editing. They do show notes. They do social media. They do graphics. And she is amazing. And so if you're feeling overwhelmed with your podcast, you should really check them out at teampodcast.com. Plus, Chrissy is the nicest Southern lady in the world. I know. And we're going to be hearing about her in the next episode. That's right. (laughs) She's going to have an interview episode. Yeah. So it's going to be so fun. So. It'll be super, super awesome. So you get to know her a little more. But if you can't wait to get started, just reach out. Teampodcast.com, please. Mm-hmm. Tell her we sent you. Yay. Um, so we have a little bit of news. The news you can use <laughs> for the for informed the podcaster. Podcasting news. Podcasting news. That is really well put together, even though it's me. Yeah, I know. Doesn't it sound amazing? When I listen to that, I'm so impressed by John. I'm impressed by Not John me. as well. <laughs> John and you together. Magic. It's true. All right. So my father actually called me last night and like to say you and John together are magic. Not, yeah. 
No, <gasps> actually, oh I mean, he called no. me because he's afraid. He he knows that I just I turtle when I'm I got things going on. So he if he doesn't call me, he's afraid people are dying and like laying in the street bloody. So if he doesn't hear from me for a while, he always worries something's wrong. And so he gives me this text, "Call me, period," which always makes me think I'm in trouble. Because no, nobody ever puts a period at the end of their text unless you're in trouble. Never, never. There's actually an article. So stressful. So I'm like, what did I do? He goes, no. You know, I've been listening to you and John. You guys are hilarious. And he is so good with the sound effect. He's always got a good sound effect coming. He's so good. And I was like, I know. He is really good. It's true. All right. Back to the news. Back to you, Elsie. Back to the news. Well, back back to the news. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I um, love it. So Google Hangouts, dude, on air is going away. Um, and then I, I, I added oh a little Wait, dot, dot, And as dot. if by magic, Charlie Not. just emailed me research ready for my next call. <laughs> At two. Oh, How funny there is you that? Go. Right, See that? Right, go ahead. Amazing. All right. So, so there's a, there was an article on The Verge. But let me read you the headline. Google is killing off Hangouts on Air in September. Man, it really makes it sound like Dallas is killing off JR. <laughs> So, of course, you read the headline, right? And you're like, oh, my God. And so there's all this stuff there saying, like, Google has announced that Hangouts on Air, the live streaming service once used by Barack Obama and Pope Francis, will mostly be mostly discontinued next month. And you're like, wait, mostly? You fuckers. Mostly? What? And so there's, like, all this stuff about, you know, it's kind of scary and it makes you think all this stuff. And I emailed um, Jess or messaged her saying, like, what about Webinar Jam? What about all the people that are using, you know, Hangouts on Air? By the way, every plugin that isn't uh, GoToWebinar uses Google Hangouts on Air. Right. But the thing is, though, they have already moved. Like, this has already happened. Oh, really? They've so already people, gotten through it, is what you're saying. Yeah, because most people are using YouTube, mm-hmm. which is, you, like, you basically do the same thing. It's just not called, it's not called Google Hangouts on Air. It's just called YouTube Live. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Interesting. And and so the, they've only, they're only removing only just a little bit of functionality. We've only just begun. A little functionality of, <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. Na, 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 na. Boy, nobody um, can distract like me. I mean, I could derail your train no matter what track it's on. I'm like, I you're was easily, like, you're Q&A. being derailed today though. Q&A, I am. You're, she's so the Q&As it. are gone and a couple little things. <laughs> oh my. What the hell was that? <laughs> Was that me? Please so tell me. Crazy. Oh, good. That wasn't me. Oh I've never God, heard that, that's but crazy. it's... That's you. No, it's not. No, that's it's you. not. No, no, no. It's not you for real you. It's you, what you do to derail people. <laughs> it's like the little voice in your head. Yeah, like in the yeah. middle of like, you know, singing songs. But I mean, don't say that that was actually me because I'll get upset. No, no, no. That was not actually I have to push pause because saying... my daughter is fucking stalking the shit out of me. Hold on a second. Okay. Hello. Changing the subject now. What's up, <laughs> I'm recording a podcast right now, which is why I haven't answered. What's up? All right, I love you. Bye-bye. She goes, and you can keep this on if you'd like, because I don't mind. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> I go, Emily, I'm recording a podcast. I don't care if you're recording a fucking podcast. You have a daughter in rehab. What's more important than that? And I go, you're not going anywhere. You'll be there when I'm done. These people have shit to do. You're stuck. They're not. Like, come on. She goes, I need to talk to you. Silence. And I'm not having a good time, she says. <laughs> I hate to laugh I at know, her. Baby, I, I know, baby. I hate to laugh huh? at her because I know she's not having a good time. Like, certainly it's not her first time there. But also, I know she's not having a good time. It's not supposed to be a fucking water park. I know it's hard. <laughs> but I mean, Elsie, Elsie, this is like why my life is like um, love actually. Because yeah. she she called today at 1222-1224-103-104-105. Like, it's enough already. It's like stalking. She stalks me. All right. Sorry. Well, sorry I had to interrupt well, for that. But like, she's not, Emily's not having a good time. So we should all know. She's, she's not, not having, having a good, a good time. time. Well, I, it's, I'm a little bit disturbed because now I know 
it doesn't stop. I mean, Meaning, I have you know that why? happen with my girls. Do you know as well. why it doesn't so, stop for Emily? Why? Well, first of all, Emily didn't do this when she was their age. She only oh. does the more mentally ill she got, the more she did it. She didn't do this at that age. At this age, she was not this needy. She was normal at four and two or four and six or however old your kid. I mean, she was very normal until puberty. And also, Elsie, you have to remember, it's because I mean, the mental illness came because she was taken advantage of by a teacher when she was Mimi's age. Oh, she was a normal. Oh. She was born a normal little girl. She has mental illness from trauma. And it didn't come out until she oh, started man. puberty because that's also when sexual, I mean, you start to get ready to feel something about sex. Like your kids aren't thinking about anything sexual ever. They're not going to be, right. even if they had been bothered by anybody up until now, you wouldn't see it until she was about 10 or 11. That's when she started to go a little cuckoo. I mean, she was always creative, <laughs> but not in a needy, right. scary way. Like she was a normal little girl until she was about 11. And then she things started just you know she would steal, and then all of a sudden she wanted to dress like a Taiwanese hooker, and then <laughs> you know things started to go weirdly weird, and you know anyway. So no, she's only been like this the last couple of years. And when she lived here, she wasn't like this. In fact, when she lived with me, she was she would avoid me because she was doing things she wasn't supposed to do. It's only when she's healthy and sober that she calls me incessantly, and it's because she has mental illness. I mean, that's all. Your kids aren't mentally ill. Try and remember that. That's true. <laughs> Your kids are not mentally ill. Just this one. My other two are normal. They're just four. Or she's just four. I should just say Maymay's just four. Maymay is four, but she's she also was... like quite a character. She she yes, is yes. um how's the I mean the greatest way I can really describe Maymay right now is bitch on wheels. <laughs> That's the most, that's actually the biggest compliment for her right now because she does not take shit. She knows what she wants. You cannot dissuade her. Those are not bad qualities. They're not good if you're her mother. But in school, don't fuck with May May. May May will (laughs) kick your ass if you even look at herself or her sister. Like, she does not take shit. There's nothing wrong with that. It's only going to be wrong if May May decides she wants to be, you know, a gospel singer or like a you know like something she you know somewhere where she obviously doesn't belong like you know right um the kkk then it will be a problem until then she's gonna be you know if she's gonna be this way over people who are not echo friendly wonderful if she's gonna be this way over people who break the law even better it's channeling the evil though that's our task people you have an evil child we channel it she's going to have to be dexter but in a much you know the story of dexter you don't because you never watch tv no dexter is a serial killer but because he was adopted by a cop he was you know his his cop father knew that he was going to be a serial killer but if he could channel it for good then dexter could live in normal society so what he taught dexter to do was only kill people who truly truly deserved it because they were very 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 evil and so Dexter grew up and started working in the police force, but nobody knew that he was actually killing off the people they were trying to arrest. Oh. It was great, though, because he would, like, plan this whole thing out and he would enjoy the kill. That it was another. It's actually another TV show you could probably get into is Dexter. It's fascinating. Um, but, yeah, so there's this whole question of good and evil and what's good and what's evil, because you know that Dexter's inherently good, yet he's not. He is, but he's not. He has to kill someone. And, apparent, and sometimes, like, he would slip up. This is totally off subject. I should not even compare my daughter to Dexter or yours for that matter <laughs> or yours. <laughs> but the point is, the reason I thought of it is because you're supposed to channel their evil and anger into something, you know, that's productive. Then she can be a bitch right. on wheels to people who really deserve it and not mommy and daddy and Hunter. Right. And then she can get like, she, she, yeah. yeah, because she, yeah. yes, because it just doesn't stop. Ever. No, it never will. Because when is she supposed to soften? Like that would mean a lobotomy. Right. What is she supposed to be softer about exactly and when and for whom and why? Like in her head. And it could just be like natural anxiety. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it could be just be anxiety. I'll see. It, I think it could just could be, be that she has anxiety. And Emily did too. Um, but it, it manifested itself differently. Like, I don't know if. Ma- well, yeah, I, it's similar actually in the fact that like Emily would never go to like a buffet by herself and get food. She could like even when she could go to the bathroom by herself, like even at age 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, like she didn't want to walk through the room by herself. She didn't want people to stare at her as she was on her way there. So she would make someone go with her as a buddy. Oh, my God. I don't I don't know if it's the stare. She always says, I'm scared. Mommy, no, I'm Emily scared. Never said that. But I don't know. 
but I don't know if it, but she doesn't. She would say, I don't want she to. She says she's scared. She, she says she's scared even when she's not scared. Like if she hurts herself, yeah. she says, I'm scared. I go, I, did, did that hurt? Because she's obviously in pain. Yeah. You know? She's in pain. She's crying because she's no, in pain. No, I don't know. Because Isaac's you know, starting to do and then this she thing goes, too. No, I'm scared. He's starting to do this and thing like, now what? too, where he'll he'll hit himself and go ow, or you kiss him and he doesn't want to kiss, and he'll go ow. And I'm like, no, that doesn't hurt. No, that's not ow. Or he'll or he'll go ow and then smack you over the head with something because he'll know it hurts you. <laughs> They're faking. I mean, some of that is faking for attention. Some of it. Right. So she's not, maybe scared isn't the right word. Maybe you got to teach her, like, are you scared? Are you nervous? Or do you just don't want to? Yes. Teach her the difference. Maybe That's between exactly nerv- nervous and anxiety. That's different. Some kids are born with anxiety. I mean, they, they do have anxiety yeah, I disorders. Think that you just, she's got a, she's got a little bit. Yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. Anxiety is so. normal. And I don't know about your, um, oh my God, I was going to say species, your um, <laughs> ethnicity, not species, but the Jews are generally anxious people. So yeah, every I Jew I know has species. anxiety or depression. Whole species. No, I'm saying, saying I don't know it. about the whole Latino species. I don't know about Latino. I mean, because I just don't know. I only know the things that run rampant in Jews, and one of those things is anxiety, and another is attention deficit. So, I mean, I just know it's common. Anxiety. I mean, that's why Woody Allen was so famous. Anxiety, depression. Hmm. <laughs> he made it hilarious. Sweet. Anyway. Anxiety and re- depression. That kind of brings us to Hillary Clinton. I mean, no, let's go kidding. for it. So let's talk about this. Yeah. Back to the news, which we have way, back to the news. way gotten past. And then we, um, yes, long episode. I'm very uh, uh, sorry. Yes. So how, it's wait, all right. wait, no, wait we never finished Google. I just want to say something. One, one thing else about okay. Google at Hangouts going on yes. air. Um, uh-huh. Blab is gone. No more Blab. So there's no Blab. Yes, there's no, no more Google blab. Hangouts on air. And it kind of both came at the same time. Yeah. So, so what does that say? They've what sort does of it like say? Does it say that Facebook Live is an evil conspiracy? Snapchat. Periscope, Snapchat, Facebook Live. Yeah. That's like the way to Periscope, do it. Periscope, Facebook Live. Is what I'm Live. thinking. Can you do double-sided Periscope now where you and I could tape it ourselves together? I don't think well, so. What good is it's that? A, it's Facebook still Live, event. you can. Right. Oh, Facebook yeah. Live, you can. Okay. Yeah, maybe that is it. Well, you never know because Facebook also changes things around all the time. Conspiracy. Like every time you go into Facebook, there's something like hasn't like the face. Like, it, can I tell you how much it drives me up the wall that again, they have changed the, the layout of Facebook pages <laughs> because then you have to go to a graphic designer and say, like, can you please create a new header for my uh, page? Because now it's changed. Oh, wait, I didn't okay. notice. You know what? I did notice it changed, but not. It didn't occur to me enough to go to our own page and be like, "What do I need to do differently? Uh, Does it not look good?" It's so annoying. Fine. What do we need to change? Well, I know. Well, I'm t- I'm talking for the lips and stuff oh. because it's just you know because it used yeah. to have the little avatar on the left hand side. There was like a little root or in the middle. I don't know how they do that, and it has different I like the idea. layouts. They have different layouts for for uh, mobile and for. Desktop. I am happy though that there's all the links it's on the so left there because I didn't like having them across the top. Nobody ever saw anything. This way you can go reviews, but it's still annoying. photos. You nobody ever tells you except wait, you why show up even, and you're like, wait, on. we have reviews, but not one up? person has ever written one. I'm getting rid of that. Good God in heaven! Yeah, all right, it's ridiculous. You're right, it's ridiculous. So let's let's cap all it right, off today by talking Hillary. about Hillary, Hillary Clinton, and, the and then we can. Yeah, and then because the other discussion, I moved it over again because it's it's a really great discussion. Wait, it's you too moved long. Over Orphan Black too? Was that on purpose? I did, but then you started talking about it because it was going to be too long. But oh, that's sorry. okay. We it's fine. You know what? Why, I thought I accidentally what? deleted it, and I felt bad. No, I didn't realize you were no. getting it off the table today. I feel like a jerk. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We talked about it anyway. That's all right. Hillary Clinton is co-hosting a podcast, a podcast about her campaign. Let's yeah, dude, discuss. that's news. It's big. This is the first time. This is the first time that's ever news. happened. Ever big, dude. Effing news. So, just on the front that she is using podcasting as a Huge venue, deal. that she recognizes that that's yep. a thing. Yes. Right. Um, and that she's the first person that's ever done that. And this is like removing any of the politics around right. it. No could politics. Be We're not talking politics. If it was could the be anyone. It would be one percent less talk exciting, but still exciting. But still, we would we would still talk about it because it's a candidate yes. for presidency yes. that's using podcasting as a venue to reach their constituents or more. 
can, or Luckily, more people. Donald can't yeah. hold the microphone for a podcast because he's too busy <laughs> patting himself on the back. But we will not. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. But see, here, here are two things that, so to me, that, that to me is cool as a reporting, like for us reporting the news. Hillary Clinton has a podcast. That's mm-hmm. really cool. She's using this as a venue and then like really talking about, oh, this is really neat. It's the first time that's ever happened. This is why podcasting for her, you know, as a, as a political candidate for, you know, in presidency for this way, it's actually really good because there really is no, there are no gatekeepers. It's for the same reason that we, you and I are behind the microphone because we can say whatever we want. We have John editing our show. He's crafting it. So it sounds a specific way, things that align with our brand, blah, 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 blah. We let people hear what we want. That's the power, right? But of course, we have um, people who are kind of angry with Hillary because they're saying this is another way for her to avoid talking to I the press. I love that it starts with, it's actually really smart because Donald has been really up the press's ass lately for not properly covering him or, or honestly covering him. And Clinton doesn't mm-hmm. bother whining. She's just like, you know what? I'll just create my own. <laughs> create my own media. It's the first time yeah. that, I mean, even in... Gosh, I mean, I was going to say like radio days when it was like Eisenhower, but even when it was like JFK, Reagan, like not one of them thought to be like, you know what? I'll write my own thing. I'll create my own television Mm -hmm. show. Like this is the first time you really are able to do that. And I love that it starts with him going, what should I call you? And she says, you can call me whatever. I'm Hillary, Madam Secretary. You can call me. Hey, you. And he decides to call her Hillary, which I think is like, because, I mean, obviously he's been instructed to humanize her as much as possible, which is smart. I mean, because that's the also probably the point of the podcast and any podcast, let's be honest, is to let people hear. There's something about being able to hear you yeah. that really you can't. She can't hide. She's not. No, dumb. exactly. She regardless no. of how you feel about what she's done in the past, regardless about how you feel about what she'll do in the future, regardless of what you think about her as a person. Is she a crook? Is she no one? And by the way, just so we're all clear, no one is all one thing. Donald Trump does good. Hillary Clinton does good. Donald Trump does bad. Hillary Clinton does bad because you do bad and you do good because none of us are perfect. We're just less in the spotlight with less pressure and less at stake. That said, she is not dumb because anybody with a podcast or who's on a podcast knows you can't hide. You can hear how passionate I am about this. You can hear if I'm tired. You can hear if I'm annoyed or bored or excited or whatever. And she's no different. You'll hear... I mean, I don't even know how many episodes has been. Is it just the one? Probably. As of now. Just the one. So it's supposed to be weekly, I guess. As as of the recording of this moment. So like, you'll hear every week, like, her spirit. Is it up? Is it down? I mean, she's not going to be able to. And you'll hear if she's faking, which is probably going to be the best part. I listen to with her. Yeah. And I'll and I can tell you right now that Clinton is fucking faking it because she sounds exhausted and that she's pushing through. You'll know. Mm -hmm. She knows you'll know. Right. And it'll be great. Right. Regardless of how it turns out, it'll be great. Right? Even if it's a disaster, it'll be a great disaster. Because the rest of us will learn something very valuable from it. <sighs> no, I, I mean, I like – and see, that's like – that's what like – it's. and I know that I don't want to like bring this back again to like the orphan black thing just because it's it's not politics and whatnot. But there's something enriching about having an experience, right, which was me having an experience with – the the show that I was consuming, the media that I was consuming, and then getting the behind the scenes of the editor from Orphan Black, the makeup artist from Orphan Black, the people who are doing, you know, all the like the being able to keep the the script the way that that for changes and track changes and stuff from Orphan Black. There is a richer experience for me and an even more more respect for that show while I'm listening to people who are working on that show. It now has I'm 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 a lot more invested. So there is also the experience of us watching the campaign as it unfolds, as the media presents it, as maybe maybe somebody got an opportunity to attend an, an event, a live event with either mm-hmm. candidate or whatever. And they have that experience. But then there is this extra layer of experience that kind of goes above and beyond the other stuff because this is also curated from a completely yep. different perspective. Yes, we cannot get a completely objective point of view. I don't think that that's... I'm not sure that exists. We really can't do that. How could it, it exist? exist? We're all born with it, pre... We're all so born tough. into... Yeah. Um, 
someone else explaining ethic, ethical ethics, ethics and morals and ideals. You don't get that on your own. Nobody and gets ideals, that on yeah. their own. Even if you're an orphan, no. the nuns teach you, right? You can't. You can't be unbiased. Yep. And in that unbiased, you know, in that place, in the way that we do, do yeah. something, what is, is it's that not a word? in unbiasedness. Doesn't matter. I don't, I don't think so. Unbiased is unbiased. a word. Unbiased, Duh. but I don't know about unbiasedness. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but if we go into these things, like there could have been a possibility, you know, that I can go into Orphan Black, you know, and, and watch the show and then start listening to the pod, the actual Orphan Black um, uh, official podcast. And then I'm, I'm sort of, I could have been put yeah. off by by maybe the the director yeah. or the producer or like I could have been and then I could have been like you know what I'm not sure I'm not sure that's I mean, my make thing. Make no mistake, right? it is Clinton created propaganda, right? Part of it. I mean, it can't be anything else but of that. But at the is. same time, I love that. And it says this at the last um, sentence of the Slate article. She's also trying to circumvent the media by creating her own, and I think that's brilliant. That's what I'm doing. Yep. That's what Elsie and I are doing. Why Why shouldn't we give totally. you the news the way we see it? Why do you have to get it just from dudes? Why do you have to get it just from people who work in journalism? Why do you have to just get it from Panoply? Is that how you say it? But I like still Panoply. Why can't you just get it from Panoply and Slate? That sounds like... It, <laughs> Panoply Panoply seems to be like, it's like is a, like a so awkward for me to say. Panoply. I don't like it. I don't know what Panoply is like. Monopoly. It's, it's, it, it, it sounds like pepperoni tongue. or Monopoly. I'm like, that's it. weird. Anyway, I don't. she's like, fuck you. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, I think it's very smart. You shouldn't get your news from all one place. And, and if you are, you may as well get it from the source, even if it's somewhat skewed, because, because exactly. it's still from the horse. You're getting Why it from not? the horse's mouth. And she can't, you know, and again, this article is great because it says, this is your last chance. You don't have to do this podcast, but if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And she's like, yeah, we're, we're going to do it. We, we want We want people to get to know me. And so... If he's smart, he w- he will put her on the spot and make her a- uncomfortable because we need to hear it and from him, not from we the do. New York Times and the Washington. But Post. there's an, also another layer to this as well, what? though, Jess. Which, which, well, which what? which could actually still be bad. The fact that it's not visual. No, I think it's great because as women. We get judged no, regardless. It has to be visible. By the way, it we can't look. be visual. I want her to be in her slippers yeah, and, and so, pajamas. Like I want to envision her one time. Have, in you, her have you ever seen Hillary Clinton in jeans for any reason at any time? No. I haven't seen my mom in jeans. No, she <laughs> she started wearing jeans when I asked her to a while ago. But yeah, but you know, no, I have. I, it's like that's not a thing. My mom. But does. I love that I don't you know can about visualize what if she doesn't her like jeans. Whatevs. I see Hillary Clinton right. at the end of the day with curlers and those long quilted zip up house coats. Like a house coat. Like my grandmother used to wear when she was cooking, like a house dress. I don't see her that way. I see her like in nice pajamas. Like, silk like just pant- nice comfy. I don't see Hillary silk ever pajamas, wearing yeah. pants pajamas. No, I think she you wears don't? like a quilted house I coat. I totally do. Get out. No, I did she does not do that. You think she wears like the silk? If we have zip? her on the show. I don't know. Yes, I just well, like just a comfortable, not shit. even silk, I think so it would just be comfortable practical. ones. Maybe some Vera Wang from Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest thing we've ever talked about. What kind of slippers? Um, no, Does she, have she has looks? kind of slippers. No, <laughs> no, this is hilarious. <laughs> she has like the. You know how you can get fuzzy slippers of an animal? She has those, but they're giant stuffed feet with painted toes. That's get she does not she has, have no that. i got it she has the slippers that are sharks eating her foot <laughs> <laughs> that's what kind of slippers hillary's wearing she's wearing shark slippers because it makes her feel on on oh edge if she's smart she'll wear shark slippers because it'll be a constant reminder that they're always nipping at her heels it'll keep her it'll keep her on point uh, if she if she's not wearing those, boy, I'm going to send slip. her some shark slippers. Where can I send her a gift? You should. Because she deserves I don't know. We can slippers. listen to her podcast. Listen to her podcast. If there's a feedback thing going on, we can feedback and send her. We can send her. I want to send to Hillary them. Clinton a gift. Shark I'm going to Google it right now. Contact us. And <laughs> shark It must slippers. be done. For Hillary. It has to be yes. done. Wait, I can. Can I send it to a post office box? 
She has a P.O. box in Merrifield, Virginia and New York. To send a contribution by mail, please send a personal check. And it's still, you can't send, you can't send <sighs> things to a post office box. Doesn't she deserve shark slippers? Yes, you Whether can. You, I have a, po- I have a oh, post office right. box. Uh, you can send things Whether to it. Whether you like her as the candidate or not, I think we can all agree she needs some shark slippers. Shark, sharks. Yes. It, it, it's sharks it's on her slippers. In so many ways. She needs to be a shark. Yes, it is. And then She's you have to write a poem. The a haiku. A haiku. <laughs> <laughs> pressure. There's no pressure already. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <sighs> All right. Well, note. we're going to send them, but we're going to wrap it. We got to wrap it wrapping up. Wrapping it on up. We're wrapping Thank it up. What? How do you say it? Head us out. Bring the us out. You can no, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. There we go. There we go. Oh, thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcast. Please visit our website, ShePodcast.com. We're also on Twitter at She Podcast. And we are also on Facebook at She Podcast. And also you can go to ShePodcast.com forward slash group and find the show. Yes, yes. baby. Yes. Elsie. We did it, so old baby. Yes, Love honey. You. Thank you. Bye. Mean it. Bye.